We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B-E. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN, follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN, or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. Principal PLN crew, we are back. How are you guys? Great. Good morning. Great. Good morning. Good morning. We're all three here. This is episode 68 with no topic title. It is going to be just catching up. And you know what? We we really have no plan, so this is just a (laughs) forewarning. Um, we haven't finished our cups of coffee. We have no plans, so anything could happen in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think we spent the first five minutes of the pre-show just catching up on all of our shows that we like and the random things going on in life. Uh, so now let's Ooh, turn I didn't even to- bring up Walking Dead. Like, is Glenn alive? Okay, sorry. Oh, no spoilers. I, okay. No, actually, I don't watch that show. But oh, okay. Yeah. okay. It sounds cool. Um <laughs> All right, well, so how about like Spike? You're gonna do something pretty big in a week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about like like in the, when you were talking just a few seconds ago, like what our topic could be, and maybe it's like you know this is the end of Connected Educators Month. We're, we also have the Halloween thing that I'm learning, you know, as an elementary principal that it is by far one of the biggest holidays now for kids and, oh, and, and I adults. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god, at our school super, super big. And then yes, I've been taking like day by day, like I'm getting closer to a trip to China. Uh, so yeah, there's like lots leave of... leave in the country. That's right. <laughs> Mike's leaving the almost the hemisphere. <laughs> He's like that's going right. On the other side of the world. This is the farthest I think I have ever gone. Um, I think it's the farthest you can go. I think so. It's pretty. It's pretty far. Literally, pretty far. if you dig Literally. a hole in the ground, the other side is China. That so is what here, Spike is doing. here's the thing. So we we fly out, right? We f- we fly into the future, 
right? Because I will be, yes, I'll be flying out on Saturday. Um, but it's already going to be Saturday over there when we take off. And then when we land, it's going to be um, like Sunday. And then we fly to, so we're flying to Beijing. And then we're going up to a place called Changchung. And that's where we're going to be studying um, their education system. Like we're going to elementary, middle, high schools, publics and privates, uh, higher ed, all kinds of uh schools and then uh, we're staying there for a couple days and then we're going back to Beijing and that's where we're going to see like the Great Wall and you know where the Olympics were held and all that fun stuff. I'm jealous about that. I love, I like my bucket list is going to Olympic places. Are you, are you going to go to the Great Wall? We are going to the Great Wall. I'm going to need a picture of you like meditating on the Great Wall. Okay. Something like that. Downward dog. Yeah. I'm hoping for some sort of like enlightenment when I get there. Of course, uh, you bring it back for us. Yeah. I, I bottle it. And well, let me tell you how this yeah. all came, came about. Uh, so uh, earlier, was it earlier this month or it was later last month? Uh, and um, I was talking with uh, Glenn Robbins and Jay Eitner, who somehow found out about this opportunity. And thanks to the PLN and me asking them like a thousand questions, they were finally like, do you want to go? <laughs> so they had an extra uh, Stop extra asking us questions and just come. <laughs> just come. You know, so it's it's really cool. It's through Rutgers University. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. I just, I just got all of my yawn. Uh, so I got $300 of American money converted into... 1700 yawn that's their uh, wow currency you're rich but i don't know how much things cost over right. there or anything like that how how long did you say you're going to be gone spike 10 days so we're leaving so on november 4th what happens in your building while you're gone that's a good question is there um, a sub spike no. <laughs> there's no um fortunately uh we leave on wednesday and then thursday and friday uh new jersey schools are, are closed for the njea conference uh which is the big teachers conference um so i will only miss a week which is that um that following week i don't even know the dates now uh, off the top of my head like the and 10th or the do we yeah. go over the 10th falls yeah, so um, I have two substitutes uh, coming in. Like one is going to do two days, one's going to do three days, and I have two uh, district supervisors who will be on call to okay. to help out. Okay, well that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and then, cool. like I know China does a lot of blocking of things. Like they're like a tight school, like in the whole country where they block things in their internet. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what can you use when you're there? Can you tweet while you're there? Can you, do you know? Okay, so no uh, social networking is open right now. <laughs> like, uh, at, seriously? At, yeah, at all. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, everything from like Google to uh, Facebook and Twitter are all um, blocked. And uh, and basically that's because the you know the Chinese government has a different sort of perspective on the way they want their citizens using uh, social media, meaning that they want to have access to everything. <laughs> they want to control the message. So um, I, I there's a couple it's apps like a, that it's like it's like a very big IT director for a school it's, who's it, got their <laughs> 
<laughs> when I just think of conversations with certain schools, like yes, <laughs> sorry, I'm very small-minded. I'm sorry. It is very. That's I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, drink my coffee. So I'm gonna go over there with. Um, I am gonna take my iPhone and my iPad, um, and that's really just to kind of capture some images and videos and stuff like yeah. that. Um, there's a there's an app that we're gonna look into that will maybe allow us to uh, be in contact with our family so uh, either that or I do believe that FaceTime is available so I just have to play around with a couple things um, you know once we're there well we're gonna have to have a, like a welcome back to America hangout with you isn't that a movie right <laughs> yeah yeah coming we'll have America. to have that coming to America yeah coming, coming back to America <laughs> <laughs> The really cool thing is that when we leave on Saturday the 14th, we're going to leave uh, Beijing at 3.50, and we'll be in Newark, uh, New Jersey, by 4 o'clock. So it's like a 10-minute flight. Yeah. <laughs> My dad goes to Japan for work a lot, and he uh, he does the same thing whenever he comes home, and he's like, yeah, it's nice because you're not losing time on the way home. He's like, but, you know, it took me... It took me 36 hours to, to, for this six-hour flight. <laughs> like, I'm kind of over it at this point. <laughs> See, you both know my time zone issues. Oh, I'm already so confused by this. Just so you know. <laughs> and and now we're going to have to turn back our clocks this weekend. How does that affect it? How is that? Well, it makes it an extra because they anyone else who's on Daylight Savings turned back last week. Yes. So this week oh, is the weird one. Yeah, because we, you, we all used to turn back at the end of October. But right. then the, I don't remember which president it was, Bush or Obama, one of the two of them changed it to the first weekend in November. So now there's a week in between that the time zones are different, like even more different than they normally are. Because if you're talking, when I used to work in human resources, we talked to people in India a lot, and it was either they were, they were 14, 14 and a half hours ahead of us, but this week during daylight savings, they were 15 and a half hours ahead of us, or 13 and a half, and then you turn it back. Like, it's just, it's messed up now, because we're not, and that was why I asked you, Jess. Yes, my phone went on the fritz last week, right. and it was on the wrong time. When I woke up Sunday morning, I was like, are we supposed to change back our clocks yeah. already? <laughs> you had mentioned that, so yeah. my phone thought it was in Canada or something. But the years that, the, there were two years after that changed, that the phones didn't recognize it. And so the weeks before the weeks before the time change, everybody's alarms were going off like an hour ahead or an hour behind. A lot of people who are listening to this might remember that because if you had an iPhone, it changed when it was supposed to and not the new time. So it was like it was a mess for like a whole week. It was a wow. Like a history lesson here with Teresa. <laughs> Just so random. let's get back to school. I have a question for you both. With um, wait, wait, hold on. Oh. Before we get back to school, can we talk to Teresa real quick about her half marathon? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Sure. No, 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 no. Hold on. She hasn't just won one half marathon. I know. Two half marathons. So if you add that together, she That's has won a marathon. marathon. What is going I mean, on a with the marathon in a month? <laughs> what is going on with the the running girl over there in Michigan? <laughs> it's it finally is not 900 degrees outside. So it's nice <laughs> to run. Yeah, but now it's winter. <laughs> I know, right? I you know what I I like to run and I um. I have a lot of, for those people who know me already know my crap, but I have a lot of 
health issues that kind of prevent me from being able to do that. Um, and for a long time, I just kind of let it dictate what I did, and I'm kind of over it now. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, you know, it, I mean, I'm not getting any younger, and I'm not getting any healthier, and, you know, my body's not getting any better. <laughs> so let's just do it now while I can. So I started running again last year, and I, you guys might remember I blew out my knee um, in December, and I had already signed up for um, some friends of mine from high school were doing, two of the guys that I went to high school with were doing the Chicago Half Marathon in September. And my sister-in-law and I had already decided to do the Detroit in October. And we were like, we'll walk it. Like, I don't care. But it's international. You get to walk over the Ambassador Bridge into Canada, and you walk through Canada, and you go through the tunnel back into the United States. So I was like, well, you know, we'll do it anyway. We'll walk it. It's fine. And the guys decided they were going to do the Chicago Half. And I said, well, I'll come and cheer you on. It'll be awesome. We'll have fun. Brian and I will come. And, and the more I thought about it, I thought, well, if I'm going to be ready for a half marathon in, in October, why not, right? So then I started running and going crazy, and I blew up my knee. And I went to physical therapy until June. And my doctor was like, you're not going to be able to run a half marathon. And I was like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know how it is. You know, somebody yeah. tells you you can't do it, and you're like, hmm, suck it. So, <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm not having it. So, right. Um, so we did the Chicago half, and um, it, it, uh, I took it really easy for that one because my only concern was being able to finish. I didn't want to blow something out in the middle of it. So it took me, it took me over three hours to finish, which with, you know, with my past and you know, how long I've actually been able to train, I was good. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, the guys were excited, and it, it was a great experience. And then we did Detroit um, four weeks later, and it's, there's a lot more hills, and there's the bridge and the tunnel, and, you know, it's a lot of elevation changes. And so I, have, I had just wanted to finish that one. <laughs> I was like, as long as we just finish it, it'll be fine. But my sister-in-law is a beast. <laughs> and she, because uh, she, when I run, I, like, I jog. I literally just, my body moves faster than it is when I'm walking, but it's not fast at all. And we watch, you know, we, we have this endurance educators running group, and, you know, these guys are posting you know, eight-minute miles up and down and back and forth, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, it takes me 35 minutes to run a 5K, <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's just whatever. But we did this one in 2.43, which is like a 12-minute like a mile oh, wow. average, and it was 20, 20, 28 minutes faster than my first one, so I was really excited. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, it, but I'm telling you what, that one, that one got me. I was good after the first one because I took it easy just to finish it, and I could walk, and I was sore, but I like, I limped over, I ran, I busted over the finish line, and I like, I couldn't walk for like a day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was really bad. It was. Really I'm. Bad. I have to tell you, I'm jealous because the half marathon is on my bucket list, and I was going to do one this fall, but then I had hurt my knee. Yeah. Um, and so it's on my spring list. But I did last weekend. I ran ten, just over ten miles. Yeah. That's I'm like, awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. I want to do it. You know what? Yeah. The, the ten. If you can, my secretary at work taught me. She she runs marathons, or she did before. Her hips are getting bad now, so she's like, I'm done. But she told me, she gave me two really good pieces of advice before 
um, before I went. Well, three of them, really. The first one was to read the signs. If you're doing any sort of a half marathon, you have to read all the signs that people bring because they're hysterical. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're just, they're so funny. And it really helps you get through the race because it's like comic relief and it takes your mind off of what's going Like there were, when we were doing the Detroit one, there were, um, there were guys on the way, so you go over the Ambassador Bridge into Canada from Detroit, and then you're in Canada for about four miles, and then you go back into the tunnel into the United States. And we, there, there were these guys just before you're getting ready to go back into the tunnel, which is now mile like eight of the half marathon, so you're getting pretty exhausted, and you know that there's this tunnel coming that's like, a mile and a half and it's all closed and it's dark and it's under oh. under the water <laughs> so it's like oh. it's a, yeah it, you know it's coming and it's a beast to try to get out of because it's it's the Detroit River is like 40 feet deep and the tunnel is in the ground underneath it so you're going under the ground under the water you know and so to run back up to street level is a pretty good hike when you're in a car, it's not a big deal well, when you're driving. Yeah, when I'm in a car, I have a superstitious thing of holding my breath. So yeah, you I would probably die in that tunnel. Yeah, it's okay. Go ahead with your story. So, so anyway, so so we're getting ready to go back in the tunnel, and um, there are these guys, these Canadians with Timbits, which are um, donut holes from Tim Hortons, and they're like warm, and they're and they're just holding them out for people to. Oh, you run by uh, donuts. You run by and donut, and so you're eating donuts as you're running and. And which is really hard, believe it or not. <laughs> Eating things while you're running is really hard because if you, especially when it's cold, you can't breathe through your nose. So you're trying to breathe through your mouth, but you're already breathing through your mouth. And it, it really, it messed me up every time. But I ate everything that was there. <laughs> there were these old people that were giving out oranges and they were so sweet. They were cutting up these little orange things in Canada. They were so nice. But then um, we got into Detroit. And, and then they're throwing things at you. Right? <laughs> no, they should have been. So <laughs> they were... They were, we got through, and there's like like 35,000 people who run the Detroit Marathon. So, I mean, it's, it's a huge crowd of people. We're not talking about, you know, 2,000 people. It's a huge bunch of people. So we get back into Detroit, and you run through, and then you get into Corktown, which is one of the oldest parts of Detroit, and this the road is cobblestone. And I looked at my sister-in-law, and I was like, I'm going to die right mm. here. Like, this is it. It's it. like mile 12, and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And as we're running, we pass by these, like, four people who are all, and it's freezing. It's like, I think the warmest it got all day was 38 degrees. Oh. So it's like, I mean, you're, you're cold. And so there are people standing outside just with signs and cheering you. Cheering I mean, it's, yeah. it's nice when you're running because at least you're warm, but these people are freezing. And there's these people standing there with these big, like, Tupperware containers with bacon. <laughs> bacon in it. What? And then, and then, oh. as if that wasn't, like, amazing enough, they had big bottles of Jack Daniels that they were oh just pouring God. in They're your mouth. Oh, my God. It was amazing. They know so how we to had, have fun at I the know, races. right? And this is what we do in Detroit. So they, uh, they poured... <laughs> They're like, you can't touch your lips. I'm like, deal. So my sister looks at me. She goes, do we turn around? I'm like, yes, we turn around. So, <laughs> so we went back. We got some bacon, and they pour this cinnamon. And it's like, it was like 
exactly what you needed to get that last mile, oh, man. It was awesome. Cool. <laughs> See, I've but, only done 5Ks and 10Ks, and there has not been anything not done like that. No. no. Apparently, a couple a years ago, they had jello shots on the other side of the border, but I imagine making 35,000 jello shots is kind of a... That's a lot, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. speaking of running, our good friend Jay Posick oh, is yes. running the New York City Marathon tomorrow. Now, this podcast will come out after he's done that, so he'll have already crushed it. But Is it tomorrow or is it today? It, no, it's tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Today yeah. is like the family. It's like like yes. a fun 5K run that he's doing with his daughter or something. If you so, want to track him, I have yeah, the. I downloaded a, the app and yeah. I have it. And I thought oh, that's cool. that, but this yeah. would be after the fact. So oh, you're right. But you can still it. look and see because I'm sure he's going to have yeah. a ridiculous time. His if you download the um, the New York City Marathon app, his bib number is one six two two zero. And you can you can go in later, and they'll show his split times and how fast it takes. Yeah. He's a beast, yeah. dude. That guy runs half marathons yeah. like nothing. Yes. I ran with him one time. I can. Oh my gosh. That. Yeah. I was, no. Like dying of breath. Oh, but here were like, these were my other two. These were Kristen's other two um, tips. Oh like, yeah. Stuck on the first one with the oh. signs because Jessica, you'll need these. So oh. the first one is to make sure that you read all the signs. Okay. The second one the is that. If you can, that's right. Is that if you can run ten miles in a normal time, like if you can go out yeah. and run ten miles, you can run yeah. a half marathon because yeah. oh, the no, adrenaline like will get I you can. the rest of the way. Yep. Yeah. The fight is I well, hate running. Needed that. <laughs> oh, I like I needed that too because I was like I'm not getting through this. But the third one, which I thought was super important, especially for your first one, is that no one is going to remember your times and no one is going to remember how fast you ran your miles but they will remember if you don't finish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just finish it. The first one, just yeah. enjoy it and finish it. And well, you know, I guess worry about. I'll try to connect running to, like, a valid reason to talk about this on the podcast in case people have forgotten that this is a principles podcast. Because mm. um, we're <laughs> so random. I warned people. We did. It was a warning. Yeah. yeah. I warned you. But this is um, part of it, though. This is this is, this is part of being a this is, this is, Well, I'm going to connect this stuff. to mindfulness. Like, we've okay. talked about mindfulness. We had the um, authors of that podcast on here. And I know we've... It, a part of many boxer groups talking about how can principles have a life and um, we've talked about the meditation piece before and I think Spike you and I both like struggle with how to you know the meditation like right. I can only oh, last yeah. 30 seconds mm -hmm. for me seriously running is my time of meditation yeah. some people say oh you know I think of all the problems and I you know I solve them in my head while I'm running no that is the only mm -hmm. time that my brain can shut down and not think of anything yep. I don't know why, but like that—that that is like my meditation for me. Absolutely, I'm running and I'm looking at the leaves on the ground, and I'm thinking about the squirrel that just ran by, and like just random nothing. Yes. And like those shirts you'll see on Pinterest or Facebook, like I run the crazy off or whatever. I feel like that's what it is. I run the yeah, crazy off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's really the only way that I have found that I can literally just get the energy out you know it's like because yeah. when, I, when I get amped up and I don't know uh, you guys are probably like this too and I was like this when I was a kid I used to just go around and run around the backyard because I couldn't there's no other way when I get amped up or I get angry there is so much like inside that the only way I can get it out <laughs> is to literally like physically exert it out so instead of getting the crazy out, you're getting that. You're, but no, instead of that, you're getting that. Uh, out. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there are like a, like physiological benefits to it. It's probably the best bang for your buck if you can run for 20 minutes, oh, yeah. the amount of calories that you can burn. Um, my problem is that I just I, I overdid it. Like in the late 90s, I started getting into running. I did half marathons and marathons and. Oh, you're way ahead of a spike. I just overtrained, and then I really haven't run that much. But I'm I'm slowly getting back to it. But I'm I'm really prone to injuries, and and that's the other thing. You just got to be careful because sometimes it's like you know you really want to just get through it and and you know finish the race and all that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you what, I've never been the same since the marathon that I did. Um, but I'm really glad that I did it. You know, but it taught me a lot about you know, balance and, you know, making sure that you're doing those other things that, you know, any other blog or magazine article will tell you yeah, about right. cross training. And, yes. and I'm and, like that spike. I have to, yeah. I have to yeah. um, weight train. I have to, you know, work on those muscles. Because so. there, I mean, it's a very, na like, I, I've read so much about it, but like one of my favorite books was um, Born to Run. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Hello, Packer. Oh, um, gosh, my dog is just annoying. Oh, baby. Ah! Okay, sorry. That's all right. That book was enlightening because, I mean, really, the whole premise of it is that we are naturally born to run. So right. as long as you're running the, uh, you know, the, the appropriate way, right. um, you know, you're lessening your injuries and stuff like that. Um, and right. I think there is a lot of the... The mindfulness piece. I just heard a podcast by this guy Wim Hof. That's W-I-M. Last name is Hof. H-O-F. This guy is so crazy that he runs, like he'll run up Mount Everest without a T-shirt on and only in shorts because he's in such a meditative state. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. I don't know if I could ever get there. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Uh, so there's so many different things I think that we can do, you know, if we just, you know, put our mind to it. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I well, think we um, have jobs that consume much of our right. lives, so that would probably that never happen for any of us. The, the thing that I like, I I did some long runs before I did the Chicago one because obviously you're going to hurt yourself if you don't. I mean, that's you know that's common sense, right? And but I never really kind of got in that mode for that one. I was always like listening to my music or thinking about stuff or worrying about, you know, making sure that my, you know, I wasn't stepping on my foot funny or, you know, it just mm -hmm. like focused on the mechanical part of it. When I got to Chicago, the Chicago half is not the same as the Chicago marathon. Like the one that you have to, you're in the lottery to get, it's, the, it's a week before. So, because a lot of people question me about that. They're like, well, did you have to enter the lottery? I'm like, no, 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 no. A different weekend it's a different race it's not it's the half marathon and it's you run like a 5k within the city it starts over by the museums like the Museum of Science and Industry and over there and so you run about a 5k and then you get on Lakeshore Drive and you run on the road from mile three and a half to mile 13 you're up and down Lakeshore Drive and it's not in the city it's a little bit south of the city but it's right on the water, and there are no cars. There's no traffic. It was the most peaceful. I mean, it wasn't comfortable, obviously, running on the road for 13 miles. But I, and I told my secretary this when I got back, I literally fell in love with long-distance running right there. It mm. was like I was running, and I was just, I was by the water, and I was by myself. And it was like, 
it was this whole di- I was like I love this I love this I'm not I took my headphones out at one point and just listened to this I mean it was but we don't it's very rare that as administrators we have that kind of time to be anywhere yeah. let alone by yourself not in your office, not in the building, not in your house, you know, just somewhere beautiful like that, that you are all alone. And I think that's why I like to, you know, I run a lot of 5Ks and 10Ks, and it's really not a, I mean, I can run 5K in my subdivision. We live right behind a metro park. I can, you know, I can walk there in a minute and a half. But there's something different about being in a different place where you don't know anybody and nobody's going to talk to you yeah. and you know and and bother you in your run you're not going to have it, you can just go yeah. and we have see different away. things so and i'm going i'm going to try to transition us to school oh good call um, and and time alone so i've been in a voxer group that oh, is yeah. trying um, that there's a challenge going on to take to have lunch like that sounds really really silly and trivial um, and ridiculous but what has been funny is the conversations each day of, well, I tried it, that I got interrupted after a minute. Or I, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I went outside to take my lunch and then I felt guilty that I wasn't. You know, what profession <laughs> do people yeah. not get a lunch? And for us, um, I don't know, I just, I throw that out there to you um, because I have been trying to, like, um, to just read it, you know, my NASP principal magazine. Well, I feel guilty sitting there and not doing work. So then I end up checking my email. Or literally every day this week, the only chance I got to eat was while I was on lunch duty, walking around with the kids, eating my lunch while standing. Wait, you know what? You know what? This makes me think, though, because juxtapose that with teachers. Like literally, if they don't get their lunch, it is a like a grievable incident. <laughs> like they yeah. are by contract. Yeah, an uninterrupted duty free lunch. lunch, right? For thirty minutes. Yeah. So when you were just saying that, I was thinking, well, yeah, yeah, you're right because what? I, even in our own industry, <laughs> you know, you have yeah. you have the majority of the people in that building who take a an uninterrupted thirty minute lunch, and mm-hmm. the, the I don't know. I mean. I don't know what your your uh, experience has been like that with, with that, but I feel like we're looked at completely different, even from our yeah. own teachers, even yeah. even from the fact of like I've had people come in and I'm literally like putting something up to my mouth. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, but I, I needed you, I needed you for a second. Well, first of all, it's not a second, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what? I would love no, I would love for somebody to say they're sorry when they walk into the office and I'm stuffing my face. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't see you were eating, but instead. I'm shoving food in my mouth, and they just come in and talk. And you're like, no, yeah. that happens all the time. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you. And then they do. Oh, no. Right, right. Well, I didn't know you were eating. But anyway. So well, I don't know. Literally going to the bathroom. I'll have my hand on the door. Oh, I don't mean to interrupt you. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to pee like, like, Do you know that it's 2.30 and I've been here since 6.15? I have yeah. to pee. Like, this is the first time so, I go to the bathroom. So, Jess, what are some of the people doing to ensure that they have it? Because I, I have um, I have a few people in my district that are going through this this, this program, the, and it's actually really fascinating. I can't wait steps. to go it's, I think well, the only way to get lunch and not get interrupted is to leave your building, yeah. not even go out on a bench out in the ground, like, leave. Oh, no, it's still fine you there, yeah. And, and this has worked for me where I've, you know, there's, I don't have any options in my town except Subway and yeah, a gas station. Yeah. 
but where I've gone to Subway, and then I don't want to eat in Subway because then right. people will talk to me. I just sit in the parking lot sit in, in the my car, car by yeah. myself. That's and the only thing that, that will work for me. Because I made a comment in our running group. Because I found that too. Even when I was teaching, even though we get uninterrupted, whatever. I, even when I was eating, because I, I would eat in my classroom to try to get stuff done, and that was my that was my fault. So I found that I needed to leave the building to be able to get things done. And so I had made a comment in the running group about whether or not anyone went running over lunch. Because mm. that was my thought: was you have to leave the building. Like at some point during the day, in order to get any time to do anything, yeah. you have to leave the building. And it was like, oh, no, no, I don't have time to do, I don't have time, I don't have time. And I'm like, I understand that. Right. I know, but but it, I don't have time to eat lunch either unless I physically make a point to leave the building. You know, I used to go walk around the block. I mean, even when right. I was teaching, you know, just to get out of the building. I don't know how much education supports that. And, I, and I'll tell you, we're trying to change that. Like, a lot of my teachers will walk during recess now. They're, you know, they do these step counters and all that. And right. we're, we're a healthy school, and we, you know, we really, like, like we really are are honoring that a lot, and um, but you know, like yeah, no one would think twice of the CEO of a company going out for a run at lunch or you know having their lunch and, and all that kind of stuff. And if but they I, did, they would probably write newspaper articles about it. Exactly, it actually you know would I mean? be you know like look. But I feel like in in education, and I don't know quite what it is. Um, I really feel like, and maybe it's just me, but I think a lot of people would agree. Like I think it's really frowned upon. You know, it's like you're to like as the building principal, you're to be at the beck and call of everybody at a, at all times, it's your building, you know, and, um, you know, where is it, you know, where is that downtime, you know, allowed to happen? And I, I was telling you guys on the Voxer group, like, this year, and I, it's probably enabling, you know, the staff or whatever, but, like, my lunch is a cliff bar now. I, partly that's because I hate packing lunch and doing all that nonsense <laughs> because it just gives me such agita of, like, okay, i got to pack this and i got to do like. Getting myself ready in the morning is, is not an easy task. Yeah, uh, I can see your hair must take a while. Yeah, you Sorry. like that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah, let me, let me just fix that a little bit. So, uh, how's that better? Much better. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's. Well, you know, it's okay. really difficult. So that, so therefore, I, I'm, I've even limited myself. So I don't know. Teach me. But Maybe when I get here, back from China, I'll have a here's, different. Here's what I take away from this. After you know, this is my eighth year as a principal, ninth as an administrator, because I was an AP, and and I have a hard time following through on this myself. But, um, w you know, all of the things that you just said of how people see us, and you know, we should be at their beck and call. What I have learned is that nobody is going to give us the time. Nobody is going to allow us the time. We have to make that time, and we have to set up our limits. Like, you know, if we, if if our teachers see that we are available via email and text at any time of the day, then they're going to contact us at any time of the day. But if we set boundaries up for ourselves, of you know, like you know, Teresa, you say I'm shutting my phone off on Saturday or whatever. Um, they will eventually, you know, fall in line with what those boundaries are and know, oh, you know, Spike's, Spike's having his Cliff Bar lunch. Like That's they, right. They're going to know that. And, and I, you know, I say that with also saying that I really have a hard time following through because then I have the principal guilt. But um, I'm trying to no. set up those boundaries. I'm trying to leave by five. I'm trying, which that didn't happen this week. 
you know, I, I think that's no, what's I really agree. important for us. I agree with what you're saying, and and no, and you're right. I'm wrong, and I and I know that. Um, <laughs> no, what I, I said. <laughs> no, I know, I know it is. I know it is. It's it's um, it, it's like you know, we all love Todd Whitaker, but I don't owe I I eat those monkeys. They're all over my office. Yes. I know they shouldn't. Yes. But it's here's the thing. Happen. There's something. There is something changing in my district. Um, just real quick. There's. Our assistant superintendent and two principals are going through this this program called SAMS. It sounds a lot like the Breakthrough Coach. You guys have talked about the Breakthrough Through Coach, right? I haven't. No. No. Oh, I thought you have. Um, there's a yeah. <laughs> there's a well. If you want to Google the Breakthrough Coach, basically some brilliant person came up with this idea about how to have how to help. Principals manage their time. Well, there's another program called SAMS. I've where, heard of that in Iowa. That's been really big. Yes. Yeah, so what they do is they will have somebody spend four days with you. It's kind of creepy because I've been on the other side of it where I'm talking to people who have their SAMS coach behind them, and I'm like, you're not to talk with them, and no one talks to them, and they're just writing stuff down. But anyway, See, they it's spend, different in Iowa. It's an actual position. It's basically like an assistant principal, but it's not that title. Oh, maybe it's okay, different. Okay, sorry. Keep, yeah. keep going. Keep so, going. I'll stop so this person, this person uh, basically, you know, uh, shadows you for four days, and then they also spend a couple of days interviewing you about, like, how you want to spend your time, what are things that are going on, and then what they do is they match that up. And then, then you work very closely with your secretary, who is basically your coach. Mm -hmm. And it's based off of the, you know, like a um, – like the president, you know how like if you watch any of those shows or anything like that, like the president is always, you know, um, you know, they have meetings and they're told like this is what's going on here. These are the people that you're meeting with and you're on this kind of time. You know, somebody that's managing that person. So basically they take that model and they use it for the principal. And I've talked to a few that are going through it and they said it is amazing because now they have a schedule every single day of things that – um, and they have to meet with their secretary for 20 minutes every day. And basically, the, the secretary is like, what can I help you with? What do you need to go? Now, last time we talked, you said that you had to get walkthroughs done. I've scheduled that for you tomorrow from 10 o'clock, you know. So the other thing I, I was asking them is like, well, what's the reality of that? Like, So say you're walking down the hall, like this happens to me all the time. You're about ready to do some walkthroughs, and somebody comes up to you with a question. He says, well, there's a protocol for that. It's... Um, you know what? My secretary has my schedule. Is there any way that you'd be able to, uh, you know, go go contact her? I think I may have some uh, an opening even later on today at three o'clock uh, that we could talk, and then you just move on. So then I said, well, what about the irate parent that shows up and they want to talk to the principal right away? And he's like, oh, there's a protocol for that, you know. And they basically have taught the secretary to. You know, go through a series of you know empathizing with them, and you know, and redirecting them, and then saying that same thing. Well, you know, the principal is you know in a meeting right now, or he's doing this right now, and he really wants to talk with you. Would you like to? He could call you at twelve fifteen by phone, and you know, you you get the idea. And they're telling me that it is like transform their their day, and lunch is included. Like you have to schedule lunch. Wow. So, okay, this sounds amazing, and I'm looking at their website. I think they have a podcast, The Breakthrough Coach. Oh, um, I'm so on the website I'm, too, but I am subscribing to that. I don't know. I just, I'm clicking on links. Um, I, I don't know. 
how much, I, I can't find a cost. I'm going to assume it's pretty pricey. Um, but I feel like I have been really learning a lot of these same strategies, but I've been doing them woo, with cheaper option with um, Justin Bader at the Principal Center. Mm -hmm. So if you're not connected um, to him or getting his emails, like he offers a lot of online um, like webinars and he's a million email newsletters and whatever and he's constantly got tips like that too if you're not able to um, do this whole breakthrough coach thing, although I'm really like loving the looks of this right now. I'll tell you what though, my, um, my office manager at work is amazing with that. As you're talking about, think, you know, like she, she I, you know, I'm just throwing out kudos to her because somebody, an irate parent calls, I mean it doesn't happen very often because we don't have a lot of kids, but when they do, she, she calms them down, she empathizes, and then she schedules a meeting. I mean she is, she is fantastic with trying to divert anything that isn't an emergency or, you know, anything Anything, so that I have the time to do things that are time sensitive, she's amazing with that. Wow. Although she used to work in a, she worked in a pediatrician's office, so she's probably got a lot of... Yeah, they probably do that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, and I think that's the whole premise of this is that, you know, a, a principal is a, is a rather important person in the building, right? right? You know, they're responsible for the building and all that. Um, but if no one's helping them manage their time, I mean, if they're if they're anything like I am, and I know you guys are, like you just want to help people out. Right. That's why we got into this. You want to have that open door philosophy. You want to be able to be available. And then, oh, if you're going to be a 21st century leader, you know, you're going to be out there with the kids and, and the teachers and all this kind of stuff. You can um, do it both ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think I think that's. That's something that I'm interested in, in learning more about. So I'm hoping that that opportunity, because I think it's it's met with a, a lot of um, you know positivity in my district right now, and I'm hoping that if I can get in on the second round next year, um, and and I think you know I kind of kick myself because I'm like, wow, like wouldn't that be cool to like start something like that, <laughs> like to help other yeah. you know principals that are going through that, you know, because that the the time and um, and and all that stuff that we talked about is it's one of the things that leads to like isolation and dissonance and you know not being mindful at your job because you're going in so many different directions. Um, just a, I'm I'm looking at the the website right now. Just we were talking about the podcasts. The podcasts are a subscription. They're a paid subscription. So oh, that's a bummer. And looking yeah. at the when you can go to like the two day seminars and things, there's they're not near me. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Well, something to look into it definitely, uh, in yeah. your district. If it's not, if it's not that, it's the, yeah. the oh, breakthrough. They, they do have Sam. a free app, though. Oh, okay. They well, they have so, it's an I, iPhone app. I don't know if they have it for Android, but they do have one. Oh, well, very cool. Well, mm. I think you know, even in future podcasts, I think it would be good for us to keep talking about this because every principal struggles with all of the things that we are talking about for sure. Yeah. And um. Even though we can't all go to the breakthrough culture, do the Sam business, um, I think it, it's you know any tips that we can pick up from each other to help make our lives easier is so helpful. And from the people um, who listen too, you know, make sure that if you are if you're listening to this and you are you have things to share, you know, be sure to send out a tweet and use the 
the principal PLN hashtag so that we can share this information because this is this is something that we know that everybody's struggling with. So you know, share what I, you're doing too. I believe, and I and I'm I think this is um, I think it's called the National Sam. Wait, no, you know what? Let me not say that because I don't know exactly what it's called. I know they call it Sam's training. But uh, Sam process for principals and supervisors. Um. Well, we have been podcasting for 41 minutes, and I think the individuals in my house have reached capacity for the time that I can be unavailable to them. Um, we're not showing this podcast, but uh, Teresa and Spike can see that I have a five-year-old and a dog that are literally oh. climbing on me. I was looking at those, and I didn't even see him. He's so cute. Yeah, the dog is like just going in circles around me right now, going crazy. So okay. I think it's probably time for us to wrap this up. All right, let me just say okay. it then. Okay, so it's www.samsconnect.com. It's the National Sam Innovation Project. It's out of Louisville, Kentucky. And you can Google that or Bing it. And uh, <laughs> like that, Bing, yes. That's the first time I have heard that. But my husband would really appreciate you for saying that. Hey, that I'm ready to do a whole podcast on the OneDrive. I can do it. <laughs> Convert it over. So you can use OneDrive, but you don't want to use Evernote. I get it. <laughs> That's fine. It's all about priorities. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm glad we've been back. Dukes, Google. Put up your Dukes, Google. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I missed you guys. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be a whole month before our next podcast. Oh yeah, if you guys, um, I will we'll be out of the country next Saturday yeah. and Sundays, or next, I mean, the next. Yeah, two I don't Saturdays. think China is going to let you podcast with us. That's yeah. Just... Ho hopefully, we can catch up maybe the weekend yeah. of the. Week you know or... what? Could you just could you just record something when you're in China though, and then oh maybe totally end up yeah podcast because yeah. I mean, I don't know what that would look like, but or I even just like think Glenn, if you guys can do like a video, if you and Glenn and Jay can do a like just a conversation, even if you audio record it, that'd be awesome. No, I think okay, really yeah, maybe cool. we'll try and do one. If it's not really cool, we'll try and do one like from the Great Wall or something awesome. like that. And then I think our show notes, you know, the blog post would have to have some of your awesome pictures because you're just gonna have. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Unless cool. they take away your phone too. <laughs> Just kidding. They're selling iPhones in China now, so oh, that's true. Well, they yeah. make them there, so they make true. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, it's right. been uh, fun, people. Yes. Until PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com B-E. 
Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.